What's going on, folks? Can't believe it's already episode nine of MMA Lock Talk. And I got to say, I am impressed with the constant turnout, with the constant support. You guys are awesome. I feel like you guys have started to see that this is a place you guys can come in and, and kick it. Enjoy yourselves Monday through Thursday, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern. Truly appreciate everybody coming through. I believe the first date I will likely have to miss for this show is going to be September 5th, which is still two weeks away, just over two weeks away. I'll be going to Montreal that long week, and that is Labor Day long week, and I'll be going to Montreal on the Saturday morning and heading back on the Monday. I'll see maybe if I can even just stream from the road or something like that, if I can convince my brother and my wife to stop over somewhere for an hour or something like that, and we can, uh, I can still pump this out. Maybe I'll even push it to later in that day. But I don't want to miss these. I want to stick as firm as I can to 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern. For the next two weeks, it seems like it's going to be uh, good to go. But that's the one that I have to um, wonder whether I'm going to be able to stick with that time frame or not. But should be back to normal the following day and then the days ensuing after that. I had to change the fitted. Hopefully my guy Marcus Williams ends up showing up in the chat so that he... Uh, can see me supporting his store. You guys can see the book logo there on the back. It says Nubian Bookstore as well. Shout out to my guy. Marcus Williams is always killing it with his bookstore and killing it with the support. Contender Series kicks off in about four hours. Um... I pretty much have started writing up my best bets and props article for the Usman Edwards card this weekend. If anybody's on the Patreon, look out for, I'd say, at least half of the breakdowns by this evening. I'm hoping I can wrap it all up by the end of the contender series so that I can maybe do the lock cast tonight. Maybe it might be a locky late night version of the MMA lock cast super later tonight. Again, the wife is out working in overnight, so don't have to feel guilty about working while she's here or when she's sleeping in the other room. <laughs> All right, let's see uh, what the chat is saying here. Since You know, I, I like to ramble on a little bit for like the first five to seven minutes just so I can have the comment section start to pile up so I have comments to actually lean on. Um. Let's see here. I feel like there was something that I wanted to get off my chest. Mm. You know what? Why not take this time to look at the most recent comments on my YouTube page as well? <laughs> One of the last comments on my most recent contender series pick or, or picks video says, uh, and Paul is 100% deaf, tough corner work. I picked up on that a little bit later. Doesn't seem like a guy that would be, but then again, deafness does not discriminate. 
Shout out to my guy, Jewish Better, saying, uh, great listen, as always, agreeing with a lot of these picks. I have one unit on late team money line and 0.5 on the one and a half on the big boys. <coughs> I think he's talking about the Hibero fight. My guy, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan's forehead wrinkle, wrinkles, uh, giving me a little bit of shit. Because I said, uh, he this was his comment. He goes, let me call bullshit for a minute. You don't know that people can have supreme confidence even when you don't write, LOL said. Um, I, I think he's talking about when I was saying, you know, if somebody says that they have uber confidence in this fight, and I was in particular talking about the Cowan and Leite fight, as well as the, um, the Cartwright-Johnson fight. Actually, not so much that one. Uh, uh, the Hibeto and Ivan fight. I, that's what I said. I'm like, if somebody says they have supreme confidence in these spots, they're probably talking shit. That's what he was replying to. And then I said, sure, but these matchups are tough to have high level of confidence, though. Is there a pick you feel strongly about on this card? He has yet to get back to me. And I do also want to um, shout out my guy, Dave Weston, saying a lot of love, brothers. Whether you know it or not, you're leading the industry and you feel prophecy and no pun intended. Appreciate the love whenever I... Uh, receive it obviously the hate is always there because trolls love to come out but it means even more whenever you guys are solid with the um with the compliments as well all right let's get into the comments section here large one dream at 207 p.m was already here two hours ago <laughs> talk about commitment Appreciate you, my man. Tammy Gudry in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by. Tristan Sherhouse saying early lean in Hermanson and Brunson on December 3rd. Ooh. I lean. Man. It does depend. Um, it does depend on the. Whether it's a five round or a three rounder. Three-rounder, I'd lean Brunson. Five-rounder, I feel like I would lean Hermanson. I really don't know which way I lean there, to be honest, though. Like, even as a straight-up pick, I, I really don't feel good about it. Um, I got to say Hermanson because he's the one that's trying to stay a little bit more active. And Brunson, you know, he's flirting about retirement. Pretty much saying even before his last fight against Jared Cannonier, he goes, I'm going to win this one, then I'm going to be Izzy, and then I'm going to retire. So he talked about retiring. Not a good look. If he can't get Hermanson down, you know, he can lean on his big power on the feet, but Hermanson, I feel like he showed in his last fight, he can stay away from big power. He can just stay on his bicycle and just keep doing what he does there. No supreme confidence, though. Tristan Sherrill saying, also, are you, uh, also, you think P. Rodriguez is a lock versus Mike Jackson? Can't stand seeing him in the UFC. I didn't know that fight was made, but if there was any fight for Pete Rodriguez to win, it's probably that one. But let's not uh, get it twisted. That's probably going to be minus 800, right? Let's be honest. <laughs> White House Troll, appreciate you stopping by. <clears throat> PG saying, dropping by to hit the like. Always love when my guys are able to do that. War Leon, he's pushing for the upset. Lajon Dream in the chat. Scott Texas saying, I'm never home. I'm lucky. Look at this guy. Russell Mombeki saying, Suplock, what you got for Contender Series? I dropped my Contender Series predictions earlier today. So if you want to go back and listen to the full breakdowns, you guys can check that out um, on that page. But uh, in terms of straight picks, I'm not going to get into breaking them down. 
If you want to hear the breakdowns, go back and watch the podcast that I did at 2 p.m. today on my channel. But uh, I'm going to go Sadiqa versus Hassan Azada, but I like violence in that fight more. Uh, I'm taking Leite over Cowan, but I like the fight to go to decision more than a side there. Uh, I like Cartwright, another spot where I like violence more than a side. Um, I'm taking Valenzuela, but I am leaning on violence as well more than that. And then I like Rebovics. I think he stays away from the big power of Paul and gets him out of there. Um, but another spot that I'd probably say take the violence. Maybe even Rebovics via submission would be the way to go. Um, again, no big confidence on this card at least not enough to uh, make an official bet i'm just going to sit back on the sidelines and just watch this as a spectator and see how my breakdowns as as well as my um my reads went Tristan saying thanks again man gonna spark less to your thoughts yes appreciate that as always i was considering sparking up as well but i don't like being too baked when i'm doing my my breakdowns um like I'm going to be doing the lockcast later today. Maybe I'll do a baked. I don't know. But it does make me tired a lot quicker. Gunny saying Canadians celebrate Labor Day. You know what it is, my guy. Come on. It's not like we live in igloos and shit up here. White House Troll saying consistency is key. Exactly. And I can definitely tell that. Like, just looking at my analytics alone from like the last two months compared to the last, you know, month is ridiculous. Like, I'm clearly seeing that I dropped the ball in terms of being consistent and I'm making up for that now. Lajon Dream saying, I actually always thought it was a Nuck Boys hat. No, it is not. <laughs> BP saying, what's good? Some good fight news lately. Please drop some. I would love to give you guys my early leans and stuff. David Dean saying, Lock, why does the UFC push slobber knocker heavyweight fight so much? Why do they think the average fan likes heavyweight more than the much better fights that the lower weights provide i think it's just the you know it's just the the chaos that ensues in those slobber knocker type fights right like that's what draws in casual fans that's what makes them interested be like okay i want to continue to open, watch this and then they will eventually open themselves up to you know fights that have more grappling or something in it right um case in point right the the forrest griffin and uh Stefan Bonner fight. That's what exploded the UFC to begin with. And albeit, you know, they're, they weren't heavyweights. They're close to heavyweights, right? I think they competed in that season at light heavyweight. I could be off on that. But either way, I think that's what it is. But like some of the, um, some of those like mid main card fights, like the, uh, you know, the Jake Colliers versus Andre Arlovsky, the Josh Parisians versus Roki Martinez. Like those fights, they don't really turn out to be slobber knockers, right? But yeah, that I, I think that's what it is. I think it's the the excitement that comes with, you know, guys just throwing fish. You guys want to see a slobber knocker. You know, <laughs> a fucking slobber knocker would be uh the contender series trick. Claudia Leite versus uh Sandora, I think her name was that older chick. That's a slobber knocker. <laughs> Go back and watch that. BP saying Lena Landsberg versus Carol Hosa early prediction. Aileen mm. Carol Hosa. I know she fumbled the bag last time around against Sarah McMahon, but I think this might be an easier one for her to get takedowns and and do what she does, use her volume, 
Aline Carol Hosa there. And hey, like, let's not forget, Carol Hosa was like a big underdog, or sorry, big favorite against Sarah McMahon. Let's not jump off that Carol Hosa train now because she had a bad stylistic matchup ahead of her. Now she has a favorable matchup. I'm interested to see what the odds are going to be there. Erso saying <clears throat> he parlayed Hassan Zada, Cartwright, Ribeiro, and Ribovich. I don't think that this is the card to be parlaying money lines. I, I do think we're going to see some upsets. I do think we're going to see, well, again, the three of the five fights are pick em fights. So I don't know if they're upsets. Um, but yeah, it's going to be close. I would rather parlay violence of some sort. Good luck, my friend. Joshua Frick saying, uh, Lock, how do draws work for the Lock and I contest? Uh, draws would be uh, a push. So I believe that you're talking about the Zalal and Blackshear fighter, right? I think that one was a draw. Um, that would be a push. So it'll be as if nothing happened. And I'll also be uh, updating those later this evening. Untitled NY Cards. What's good, Lock? What platform do you use to place bets on Daily Red Contender Series? Um, I use BetMGM. Um, I'm trying to recall where I made my... I made my parlay that I put together last week. I think it was Pinnacle. Give me a sec here. And neither of those actually had uh, props. So that was discouraging. Uh, FanDuel. I had placed on FanDuel. So FanDuel does provide them as well, but they don't provide props either. At least not that I've seen. Uh, Jewish Better saying, would you say bankroll management and having an edge is more important than trying to always pick a winner? Absolutely. <laughs> You answer the question in the question itself. Like, you'll find that if you just go out there and pick winners, it's not going to work out. That's what I tried doing when I started out with this lock of the night thing, right? If you guys go back and watch my track record, like, it was me just picking one fighter per event. Odds no worse than minus 350. Try to pick one winner every single event. And it just doesn't work out. It really doesn't work out. In the long term, it doesn't work out. So you got to you gotta mix it up a little bit. You got to find underdogs that, you know, you, you feel confident in. And then you got to be careful in terms of how much you put on every single fighter based on your level of confidence and then go from there. Ricky Chow with the $5 dono and the super sticker. Here is a question for you guys. Someone that's still, you know, I'll admit it, I got I to gotta educate myself a little bit more in terms of the super stickers. Wow. What should I do with them? Like, what are super stickers, one, to begin with? And two, how should I capitalize on it? Because it's obviously another great avenue for people to, to drop donations and stuff. So I truly appreciate that. But I want to give you guys something with the super sticker rather than just have it say super sticker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me know. And let me know what the, what the hoopla is about it. I'm sure I can just search it up on YouTube and find out. But if there's somebody in the chat that actually knows the, the significance behind them and how they could actually be utilized properly, please let me know. BP saying, Yulia Stoliarenko versus Chelsea Chandler prediction. Have you heard about Chelsea Chandler before? I have. Um, I've actually bet on her in the past as well. Um, I actually reached out to her uh, before the cats and gano versus olivia parker i believe the chick's name is olivia parker because chelsea chandler actually fought that chick and she was like this older chick you know chelsea chandler pretty much manhandled her manhandled her and finished her and cats and gano was a huge favorite against her and i saw the under two and a half i think it was was 
like re uh, really good odds. And I told her, I'm like, hey, I'm betting pretty heavily on this. And I think it was my lock that I played that night. And she goes, trust me, you're going to hit it. <laughs> That's the only interaction I've had on, with her on Instagram. But cool to see that she's in the UFC. I think she is still a little bit green. Um, I think she could potentially get caught in an armbar here by Stoliarenko. But like this is a, I think it's going to end up being a sloppy fight. Um, I know Chandler has decent striking, good power. She has a decent jujitsu base. I think she's out of the Nick Diaz Academy, if I'm not mistaken. I might lean on, on Stoliarenko though. African saying, hope for Yulia submission plus round prop to be busted like last time and give it a dart throw. Always worth it. White House Show saying, having shows is just a side effect of success. Exactly. I've learned to not give a fuck as much anymore, honestly. What's good, luck? Appreciate Rick DeRula in the chat. Scott Tick saying, Lupi fooked me good on Saturday. I think she fooked a lot of people, let's be honest. Not a good look. Tiffany Shriver saying, uh, a fan saying, thank you. Appreciate it. With the $4.99 dono as well. Always appreciate the donations. You guys are legit. PG saying, I think it's a good fight for Jack. I could see that as well. White House Show saying, wrestler versus wrestler must come down to who is throwing the better punches. Well, we're getting power punches from Derek Brunson and then the chippy choppy shots of Jack Romanson. That's why I'm wondering whether it's um, three rounds or five rounds. Hope Longo, Lo, Hope Longo's guy gets in. Yeah, that's uh, Nazim Sadikov. We'll see how it goes. In the car sativa. Don't really. It doesn't matter to me. I'll burn it all. <laughs> Hafkin saying Aldo and Marab. I'm leaning Aldo personally. Um, that is one I still need to research on though, because uh, from what I remember, Aldo's takedown defense has been phenomenal. Um. But uh, somebody had said, like, it's starting to fall off. So I got to go back, watch the tape, see how it's falling off. But if he's able to keep that shit standing, I think he butchers the shit out of Marab and finishes him. Gunny's saying, I'm just saying, I thought I was American holiday. Nah, dog. <laughs> Lajon Dream saying, we share a lot of the same holidays, but just different names a lot of the time. Yes, that is true. Bree saying, is it rude to ask someone what their standard unit is? If not, do you mind saying yours? I uh, Some people... Take a little bit of an insult to it. Some people are just... Some people... Uh, one second. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Something just threw me off here. Uh, some people believe that if they reveal what the unit size is and if it's you know less than 100 bucks or something like that they feel like their opinion won't be taken as seriously and i am not of the unit shaming folk right i don't care whether you bet five bucks whether you bet 50 bucks whether you bet 500 bucks whether you bet five hundred thousand dollars it doesn't matter just as we saw this past weekend with james cross's boy doesn't matter how much money you lay on a bet it doesn't dictate whether you're sharp or not whether you know what the fuck you're talking about or not Personally, I have $200 per unit. But again, people put too much emphasis on that. It should be how people actually do rather than uh, how much they bet. Gunny's saying, why do you think that Pedro will not be Hunsucker? Is it because of the knee injuries? Harry coming down. But one, he's pretty sure. I think he's going to be way too slow to compete with Pedro. To compete and Pedro has more skills. I'm not saying uh, Pedro won't beat Hunsucker. More than likely, he'll win, right? 
but the, the the concern here is paying minus 750 minus 800 on a guy at Pedro skill level that's the that's the issue that I have Huntsucker could absolutely bonk this guy and get him out of there it's absolutely live we know Pedro can be hit we know Pedro can be hurt we know he can be put down Huntsucker has that first round capability of putting guys down and will I take a wild shot on Huntsucker in round one maybe if it's juicy enough but like Pedro is not the guy to trust, in my opinion. Untitled NY card saying favorite fight from UFC San Diego. It was a good card. Fun card. Um, let me just quickly see here. Uh, Onama Landwar was a fucking barn burner, right? That was a great fight. I think that one fight of the night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that, that was probably my favorite fight. And to be able to cash that underdog ticket on... Uh, on Landwehr, made it even better. Gani saying, I absolutely love Carol Hosa and Viviani Rujo. Those are two women I could watch. Fight all day long. I love how technical and gritty they are. I like them as well. I Throw in Alexa Grasso. I think she's very fun to watch as well. Um, yeah, I like those two fighters. Evan Cross saying, uh, Maverick and Usman, who ruins that parlay? I don't know if I'd play that parlay myself. At least not pre-tape. Like, I still got to run it, man. I love Maverick. I think she cruises. Usman is the one I'm slightly more worried about. Because at a certain point, man's knees and age is going to catch up to him. I think he's 34, 35 now. Let me just quickly see. So we got Rocky Edwards at 30. We got Kamaru Usman at 35, right? And we know his knees are bad. Ah, I'd say Usman would be more live to fumble the bag there than Maverick is. Aljon Dream saying, do you think Cody would ever put up put a prop instead of all money lines for his PRPs? I've, I've always wondered that. But I think that the majority of places, I, I also think, sorry, I think that he does it that way because a lot of people don't have access to books where you can parlay props. It's just straight money lines. So I think he's trying to keep it simple like that. Drew Spetter saying, on Tyler and my cars, if you're from New York, how to take a trip to New Jersey to use DraftKings to place the bet. I assume that's not worth it, but the only way so far in New York, BetMGM also a good option. BetMGM is not bad. Tristan Sherrill saying, Bet365 has contender series, uh, contender series fights and all props if anyone needs. There you guys go. Uh, Gunny saying, one moment in particular I love was when Edwards cut Rosa and had her leak and Rosa was just on top of her, pounding her face and that fight was crazy, yeah. I love Rosa. I think she really does have solid uh, upside. You know, a small stumble against Sarah McMahon doesn't mean too much to me. Uh, Hunter Silver saying, you ever play any poker lock? I have not. Thanks for making 60 hours in the sun uh, all week a little more bearable. These streams are clutch as fuck. I appreciate the love. 60 hours. To, it feels like I'm streaming for 60 hours a week. God damn it. Uh, no, uh, I don't play poker. I fuck around with blackjack. That's really about it. But like poker, never really been my my strong suit. African saying, heads up, both up, fucked up round one and round three submission lines for Leite. Plus 1,200, plus 3,000. Worth a shot if anybody has access to Bodog. Uh, I've bet MGM, but I couldn't find it. I'll check again. Appreciate it. No worries. Urso saying, oh, uh, sorry, untitled cards. The What you need to do for bet MGM is when you go to the MMA section, go to events, click on events, and then you'll see contender series pop up. For some reason, they don't have it already showing up. You have to click on events and then go to uh, contender series. Urso saying, I was screaming at the TV once a lot. Dropped him. Thought I was going to lose my bet with that draw. Yelling, finish him, finish him. Thank God it was a push, though. Yes. 
crazy. Um, weird that that fight went to a draw, but it is what it is. NDA. Uh, Gunny Singh, so did you end up hitting the bet you asked her about? Uh, which, oh, uh, yes, I did. Um, let me pull it up here on my bet MMA. But yeah, it, it was the violence bet in Katzengano against Olivia Parker. Up here. Yeah, Bellator 256. That's what it was. It was my lock of the night play. Four units under two and a half, minus 171. Four units to cash plus 2.34. I also had a one unit bet on Leota Machida that night against Ryan Bader, but I still ended up in profit. That was April of 2021. I can't believe it's been that long, but holy shit. Uh, BP saying prediction on span versus Reyes. Seems like everyone on Reyes any, here any hope for span. Maybe hedge on this KO prop on span, but if Reyes is at a decent enough for a number, like minus 150 or something, I'd probably take the shot on him. BP saying, not sure if I asked this, but prediction on Ronson versus Pichel. I saw that Jesse Ronson was struggling for money and requested GoFundMe to go to gyms to get the best training. Wow, I didn't realize he did that. But, um, Aileen Pichel, you know, if he uses his wrestling, Ronson's kryptonite has usually been wrestling. But if uh, Pichel can get that fight to the ground, I think he kind of grapples him to the, to the, to the, um, yeah, grapples him down and wins that fight. I'd have to see the odds there. Urso saying, I'm low-key starting to enjoy Joe Martinez announcements more than Buffer is also Fitzgerald is the best play-by-play and it got shit on him. Hey, uh, Anik is the GOAT. Anik is the goat. Fitzgerald is right there. He is, he is right under John Anik for sure. And I don't mind Joe Martinez either. I don't either. It's nice to switch it up every now and then. Justin G4Y, appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Rex Lee in the chat saying my unit sizes in rupees now. Thanks to Lupi and Onama. Yuck. Can't believe you bet Onama. <laughs> Lodge on Dream saying I do $50 units right now, but once I get my bankroll up enough, I'll likely increase. Or would you advise against that? The the standard is one unit should be 1% of your betting, um, your betting total, right? Or or your betting bankroll. So once you get to like five grand, then maybe you could uh, or sorry, you should technically have five grand right now put aside as your betting bankroll, which you're using $50 for. So once you're able to get to maybe like 10 grand, then start using 100 grand. Or sorry, $100 per unit. Then he's saying I always thought a unit was 100 bucks. That is kind of the standard, but like it is different for everybody. Shane Barron saying the ladies fight one fight of the night. Did it? Which one was the ladies one again? Definitely not Calvillo Nunes. Oh, uh, Lucindo versus Yaragui. Yeah, that was a good fight too. That was a good fight too. Uh, Rick the Ruler saying, Bantamweight division really heating up. Just got Cheeto and Cruz, got Aldo and Mirab, Yan versus Sugar, Sanhagen versus Yadong. That's a great fucking fight. Can't wait for that one. Coming up, all good matchups and guys making their run title implication type fights. I agree. Give me Cheeto versus the winner of Aldo versus Mirab, and that should be the next number one contender. Tristan Sharrow saying, Do you think Tyler Santos deserves an immediate rematch? Why not? She is the one to have the closest fight outside of Amanda Nunes with Valentina Shevchenko and arguably deserve to win that fight, right? Let's look at um, 
MMA decisions. Let's see how close those scorecards actually were. I remember thinking once I went to the scorecards that, you know, we might have a new champion here. So overwhelming media scores for Shevchenko, you know, a handful of guys on Santos there. Um, fan scoring, round one, Santos, 82%. Round two, Santos, 60%. Round three, Santos, 89%. And then round four and round five, overwhelming on the Shevchenko side. So all comes down to how you score the first three rounds. David Letheby had all first three rounds for Tyler Santos. So why not? You know, there aren't any other names that are really clamoring that we should be like, hey, this person deserves a title shot. Tyler Santos was the closest. However, I do think that Santos had some sort of crazy injury. So I think she's going to need a ton of time off. But if they can run that fight back pretty soon, I don't think, uh, I don't see why not. Gary saying you're worried about Usman. Hey, it's it's not a skill set. I am the biggest Kamar Usman dick rider. Trust me, I am. I've been screaming from the mountaintops that this guy has claimed to be one of the greatest fighters of all time considering his skill set and his ability to impl uh, implement it. Cardio, wrestling, and improving striking, right? And durability off the chain. I'm just scared that at a certain point, his his knees are going to give out on him. You know, it, it's something. His body's not going to be able to hold up with the level that he's fighting at. I still, I'm still picking him to win, don't get me wrong. But like, am I willing to go lock of the night deep on it when I have other spots that I feel might be a little bit safer? But Usman should win. Detroit saying, what did I just hear? Sorry. Uh, Jake Noker in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by. Usman and Costa Parlay, minus 122. Already smashed the land, but talked me out of it. I don't need to, man. I, I think that's a solid parlay. Again, I, I think Usman, again, he should roll. Um, and then Costa should knock out, uh, what's his face? Uh, Urso saying, I bet 200 crown as a unit. I think that equivalent is 25 to $30. Not everybody has the bank to bet $30 million on bet slips. Exactly. Never get wooed or wowed by people that are betting big, big numbers. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what matters is, are they hitting enough? And are they hitting often enough? MMA Jesus is saying, can you get Loopy on the show and ask her why she shit the bed? <laughs> I don't think she wants to talk to anybody right now after that type of performance, let's be honest. Uh, Jake saying, how was the birthday party? It was great. I enjoyed it, man. Um, you know, it was a kid's birthday party, but like, but like at like nine o'clock, you know, all the kids were gone and it was just me, my friends and, and his cousins. So, uh, yeah, we enjoyed for, for a while that night. Corey Ipo saying, Paulo short arm cost are going to get pieced up. We shall see. Ashley Quinn in the chat. Good morning to you as well, my friend. Lajuan Dream saying bets, uh, props just came out for a contender series on Betway. There you go. Um, Moise Audio saying Loopy confirms she has a hip injury. Mm, that suck. <laughs> Corey Yipo saying that hip injury was my bad. <laughs> Don't kill me. Uh, Jake saying also, although plus 105 is like irresistible to me, I'm right there with you, man. People continue to go out there and count out uh, Jose Aldo, right? Like, we did it in the Rob Font fight. I think he was an underdog in the Rob Font fight. Uh, we got solid odds on him against Pedro Munoz, which I will still never understand. And I'm glad that I got the number that I did there. You know, it's crazy the close, close odds that we're seeing him at nowadays. Yeah. Again, I got to run the tape, but I think that uh, Aldo is probably the side there. 
Uh, Moy is saying, so McMainer guaranteed her win purse, allegedly. Interesting. And interesting that they moved it up, right? Like it was supposed to take place in September or October. BP saying, do you know Lance Gibson Jr.? Yes, he is uh, Lance Gibson Sr.'s son who fights in Bellator, right? Undefeated prospect, I think. Lodge on Dream saying, oh, geez, I didn't know it was supposed to be 1%. Yes, it is supposed to be 1%. You have to have enough of a cushion that if you go on a like a legit losing streak, that you have more than enough bank to make that back eventually. Jake saying, great unit explanation. I think more people should know about it. Uh, Asher Quinn saying, heard about the guy they just signed for Dana White Contestory, 17 years old, 5-0. and oh. I have not. Who is this kid? And I didn't even know that was legal to have a fighter that was 17 years old. <laughs> Boop saying most people don't understand the unit part of betting, especially the 1% of bankroll rule. If more people followed it, they'd be more successful. Bingo. But hey, we just want to win tickets, guys. We just want to win tickets. Pick winners. That's it. Gunny saying Santos won that fight. I don't care what anybody says. I agree. Which 17-year-old? Let me know which 17-year-old. Ashley Quinn saying I scored that fight for Tyler. Yeah, was praying on champ by game Valentino over the line, which it did. Zach Johnson saying, if all you bet is UFC, you can delegate about 10% of the role every event if you feel confident. That is subjective, right? Like, it depends on your confidence on each bet. There are some bet events where you should just stay the fuck away, you know. But yeah, you could you could risk up to 10%. Uh, MMA Jesus saying, I have an idea to help fighter pay. You take the absurd amount of money a buffer makes and give it to the fighter so every fighter gets a nice bonus. Get rid of overpaid and overrated buffer. He's a D-bag. I wouldn't go as far as saying he's a D-bag or overrated or anything like that, but who knows how much they're paying him? Like, I've always wondered that. Like, what do commentators get paid per event? What do announcers get paid per event? What do ring girls get paid per event? That would be a great number to know. Asher Quinn saying Tyler was clear one and three. I agree. One, two, three. Uh, Jake saying Fiorot may be next for next instead of Santos. Well, she has, uh, I believe, Chukagian or Andrade to get past, which I believe is, you know, not this event, but the following event. So if she can get past that opponent, then yeah, maybe she should be the next one getting the title shot. Hunter Silver saying he has no fucking knees. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be yelling after Leon Edwards knocks him out. <laughs> no, I I'm joking. Who's going to win that fight? Ashley Quinn saying winner of Fiorot and Chukagian will probably get a title shot. I think it's. I think it's uh, Andrade, if I'm not mistaken. I think Chu Kagan had to pull out. Gunner saying Firo doesn't stand a chance against Valentina. I slightly agree on that. UFC not going to let Leon win no matter what. <laughs> Even if Usman gets his ass whooped, just like pay off the judges. <laughs> uh, Gunner saying wrestlers are her threat. I agree. Quinn saying, this is the only time I've ever been hesitant to pump money on Usman. Still picking him, but I think Edwards provides the biggest challenge for him other than Hamzat. Uh, I think Hamzat is the bigger threat here. Like, Leon is going to have to bank on at least three rounds of outstriking Usman. That's going to be tough to do when you're dealing with his wrestling and the improved striking of Usman. DFS whispers in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Corey Yipo saying, why are people all of a sudden hating on Buffer like they pay his checks? I know, right? I've never heard so much hate from Buffer. Give the man some respect. Problem Kid saying, yeah, fuck Loopy, terrible fight IQ. Again, I, I want to I wanna give her the benefit of the doubt. 
we got to give it to Hill in terms of flashing the knee and the uppercut as much as she did. I think that played into the psyche of Loopy in terms of not going in on a shot and then getting clipped by something like that. But I still expect her to shoot a little bit more. Let's be honest. Lajuan Dream saying I should decrease my unit size, but I feel like I've been managing my bankroll decently. Just don't increase your bets, even if you're on a crazy betting win, uh, win streak. Hunter Silver saying line on Luke Rockhold submission is probably filled with value. I'll take the backlash for saying it. What's the number on that? Um, I'd be surprised if he does end up getting a submission in this spot, to be honest. But Rockhold sub plus 750. You could do worse. So I don't mind it. I don't mind that spot. Tristan saying, I can't see Rockhold winning at all. Not even a lucky KO. Costa has a decent chin. Costa by KO or decision at better than minus 180 seems like value to me. Right there with you. I like it too. And is that what you can actually get, minus 180? Because his money line is like minus 285, right? I feel like it would be maybe minus 250 for that prop. Zach Johnson saying, even though Luke gets smashed in round one, he's going to get wrecked. I think he's going to get wrecked. Cost versus Luke will be a violent spot. I agree. Jimmy Madaloni saying, does Aldo get taken down? He'll likely get taken down, but one thing that we've always seen with Marab is that he doesn't have the greatest top pressure, top control. That's why he's getting fucking 27 takedowns a fight is because he just can't hold these guys down. But credit to his cardio and his ability to continuously push that pace and land those takedowns. So, again, can Aldo do enough on the feet when he's there? Maybe. Jake Noker saying Raul Rosas Jr. 17 on Dana White Contender Series on September 20th. So we're still about a uh, a month away from that. 3-0 in UWCA Mexican promotion. All finishes. Can they even fight at 17 years old in the U.S.? <laughs> like, I feel like that's some that's against some sort of labor law or something like that. Um, I, I, I can't wait to check him out. I really can't wait. Uh, Leon saying, I'm going two and a half units on Cartwright and two and a half units on Leti with sub-sprinkles for Cartwright and Rebovix tonight might bet one or two units on Hibero. Thoughts? Uh, the Cartwright one, I don't mind. Uh, I like Leti as well, but I think that's going to be a close fight. Uh, Rebovix, I think, kind of rolls. Um, but in those fights, out, except the Leti fight, uh, I'd probably take violence more than anything. Maybe just parlay violence. But I like those shots. Uh, and then the one or two units on Hibeto. That fight is a clear toss-up. Like, fucking take whatever shot you want there. I really think that it could go uh, either way there. Violence is another spot that I look at there. Maybe even the under one and a half. I'm expecting chaos. You guys are killing it in here. I love it. Love this community. It seems like you guys are getting along in here too, which is great. MMA Jesus saying Buffer gets paid a lot and some of his interviews really rub me the wrong way. Like, what is a lot? Like, he should, personally, I think he shouldn't be getting more than like 5K per fight, right? Considering he, maybe 5K is, is a little bit too small considering how long he's been around. Like 20K per event, I think that's probably the way he should go because I think he does poker as well, right? Like he plays poker and he has a lot of other successful businesses. Uh, Drip Mist is saying uh, Chukagin is back in. Is that right? I missed that. Let me uh, pull up this card real quick. 
Um, no furo topology. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, okay, so they pushed it. So Andrade pulled out of the UFC Paris card and then Chukagin came back in for a month and a half later at UFC 280. Not bad. I didn't realize that I was back in. If they give me a good number on my girl Chuk, you guys know I'm on that Chuk Chuk train. <laughs> give me give me a solid plus money on her and I'd probably take the shot. Uh, Leon saying, I bet I rose decision plus 1,000. I don't know what the line is. What that line is, it's his most likely method, in my opinion. I agree. If you're going to take any shot on Edwards, that's probably the way to go about it. DFS saying Usman finishes Edwards in four. Well, we see, we saw Edwards, you know, almost fumble the bag against Nate Diaz in round five. Maybe Usman does it now, too. Ursula Moabeki saying Bruce Buffer just looked like a tomato every fight announcement. One day he'll step aside and let Martinez take the gig as UFC pay per view announcer. One day. But I think it's going to be a long, long time still. Zach Johnson saying Covington possesses his biggest threat to date. I don't think Edwards can give him the same battle. Exactly. And people are going to hate me for it. They, I've already got so much shade thrown at me. I already, um, you know, I had people call me a, a fucking mega sympathizer and fucking Covington fanboy after I put out a tweet a couple months ago saying, I think number one, Usman, number two, Covington, pound for pound, just based on their fighting styles, cardio, wrestling, pace, output. Three toughest things to beat in MMA. Uh, MMA Jesus saying, I'm still triggered to how Usman Kobe 2 wasn't scored a draw when it objectively should have been. It was a close fight, right? People had Covington on a lot of scorecards as well. Which is unfortunate because Compton's really going to have to work his way back if he wants another shot at Usman. The only thing he really has going for him in terms of possibly getting a title shot in the future and possibly becoming champ. Well, I am wrong on that. I was going to say he's younger. I thought he was like 30. He's 34. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he's going to be like the, the Joseph Benavides to Dominic Cruz or the Joseph Benavides to Demetrius Johnson, right? He'll always be number two. Uh, Jewish Bear saying either way, almost 90% it goes to decision and Hill at home is plus 300. I think it's a bad bet. Honestly, just my opinion. I, I disagree on that. I really disagree. Strictly due to, we saw her get out grappled against Verna Jandy Roba, who, you know, she's a better BJJ specialist than Godinez, but Godinez is a much better wrestler than Verna, and Verna was landing takedowns at will. I don't think Godinez was a bad bet, honestly. And I don't think the home field advantage had anything to do with it. Hell beat her, clear as day. But nobody expected it to be that way. Evan Cross saying, you know, I love hating an old-timer, but where does Usman show the wear and tear on his knees? Unlike a chin, the knees are tough to put a shelf life on without camp insights. Uh, he's talked about it a lot. Even on his uh, fucking podcast he did with um, uh, Rogan. He's like, I don't even do road work. I can't run. Like, all of his work that he does in terms of cardio is, like, on a bike, if I'm not mistaken. Like, he doesn't do any road work. He says his knees are shot. That's what it is. I'm not just saying it to say it. Like, it is fact that he said his knees are shot, but he's making it work still. Uh, Hunter Silvers, there we go. Yeah, swimming. Swimming and, and biking is what I heard. 
Uh, L. Rob said, lock my man. I dig your Sixers shirt. Fan from Philly here. Go Sixers Raptors think. Nah. Again, I'll always say this was my favorite NBA logo of all time because it represents my favorite NBA player of all time. If anybody can say it in the chat, you guys get brownie points. <laughs> also, um, again, if anybody wants to let me know what uh, the super stickers are all about, please let me know. I would love to actually put effort into those so people can buy, like, use those as donations because that would be pretty cool. I know one of these days... MMA Lock Talk is going to blow up and I'm going to have to, you know, rely on donations to be able to answer questions because I want enough enough time to get to everybody's questions. But I will remember every single one of you guys that have been in here since day one and I'll try to make time for you guys as well. <laughs> Just writing on you. Juice Bear is saying, Facts Marab is the best DraftKings fantasy play. He is, but he might get knocked the fuck out here. <laughs> Leon saying, Costa KO minus 160 is the best prop bet. It's like Benitez and Quillen KO last week. So obvious. It's hard to argue against that. Jimmy Mataloni, what did I answer of yours? Uh, does Aldo get taken down? There we go. Yes, he probably gets taken down, but can he be held down is the question. Jewish Bear is saying uh, minus 160 KO props have been hitting left and right. Hill was same price, minus 160 KO a few more last few weeks. Yep. Tristan saying, I don't know where the line's yet, but 365 only released KO decision, double chance options, 24 hours before the fights, but it'll probably be minus 200 or worse, like you're saying. Yeah, like uh, like FanDuel probably has, let me see if FanDuel has that out. Probably not, but I'm hoping because of a pay-per-view week, they'll be out a little bit earlier. Uh Yes, it is out on FanDuel. Double chance. Paulo Costa by KO or points is minus 310. Because <laughs> you're getting minus 340 on his money line. Ricky Chow is saying loft for this week. I think you mean lock of the night for this week. I don't have one yet. I haven't uh, gotten into the tape hard enough to, to come up with a lock of the night play yet. Maybe in the next year or two I'll have one. Dario Viper in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by. Lodge on Dream saying love this community too. Lock Talk is the future. There we go. Let's fucking go. I got to get it more like sparkly and shit, right? Like there's a lot of these talk shows that have fucking graphics and shit going on and all this craziness. I'm probably just going to keep it this way. Let's be honest. I don't have no producers. This is a one-man show over here. Zach Johnson saying Buff can't make more than fighters, right? Uh, I think so. You know, 20 grand of an event. I... I wouldn't be surprised. I'm crossing Hunter, no argument there, and I understand that. However, has it shown through in his fights? Takedown defense is still flawless. Wrestling, I still feel good about it, and striking defense still Yes, but we just don't know when it's going to go, right? The age doesn't help. Being 35 does not help. I hope he wins, and I think he wins, but it's just a matter of fact of do you want to get out in front of it rather than, you know, getting fucked by it, essentially. I don't know if this will be the one, but it's coming eventually. Uh, White House Troll saying, do you watch other streams? What do you think about Hardy? Great detail. Love him, but he rarely gets the outcome right. Um, I don't. You know, like, very rarely do I have time to watch other content. When I when I do consume other content, it's comedy content. Like, I just want to laugh. I want to not think about MMA because I'm thinking about MMA pretty much 90% of my week. So when I have time to just fuck off and do my own thing, I, I don't really look too much into MMA or watch the streams. 
very rarely will I'll not very rarely, like occasionally I will uh, check out, you know, specific matchups from other streams. Like if I feel really strongly about a guy and I already have a bet on him and that's the key point. If I, I need to have my prediction and my bet made for a specific matchup before I hear out other people's opinions, because I want to make this decision myself, right? I want to make these decisions myself. And that's what you guys come to me for as well. <clears throat> Uh, so more so like I'll check out the club and sub guys. I respect their opinions. I'll check out um, Magic and Andrew show. I don't mind those guys. Those guys are obviously very sharp. Ozzy and Martian. I'll check out those guys every now and then. A again, I'll go to a specific matchup and just hear their thoughts on it. I, I don't have the time to listen to everybody else's full podcasts. Ever crossing, I guess I'm trying to say, how do you cap for the knees? Just never bet him again. You can't do that either, right? You want to take advantage of one of the greatest fighters of all time still. Ultimately, I might still end up having a bet on him come Saturday. Like, it's hard for me to pass up getting essentially free money on Kamar Usman whenever he steps inside the cage. Yeah, I, I do not see him lose. I do not see him losing uh, maybe in the next two or three fights. Leon Edwards is a great matchup for him as well. Asha Quinn saying Buff apparently gets 50k per fight night and 100k per pay-per-view. Wow. That is wild. It should not be that high. Like, it should be 30k max. Gunny saying the kid got a special approval from the commission to fight somehow. Interesting. But it's legit. Wow. Leon saying I see Usman decision only at minus 900. That's wild. Uh, Asha Quinn saying Volk clears both. Hmm. Brian Brown saying, yeah, you don't have to like the guy to acknowledge his skills. There you go. Tristan Shaw saying, now that you say Usman won Colby 2, I have to agree with you, actually. People are going to hate on me. I'm sure a couple of people here are going to end up shitting on me for saying that, but it's what I believe. West Coast saying, bet your house on Usman. Leona has less than 5% chance. There you go. Ricky Chow saying, I think MMA lines are still fairly green and selective chalk parlays are decent values. Same win percentage lines in boxing and other sports are much higher. Yeah, like that's why you see like minus 2,000 in, in boxing more often than not. It's rare to see it in MMA unless your name is Bo Nickel. <laughs> Russell Moambeki saying, Firo was booked against Chukagian, then opponent shifted to the person that beat Chukagian. Then Chukagian found her strength and came out of the closet and got rebooked. So weird. I, I think she was injured, but I think it was also the fact that they pushed it back, right? Originally, it was scheduled for two weeks from now, but now it's pushed to end of October. So I can see why Chukagian is able to take it again. Corey's saying that 17-year-old's nose is a serious target. That thing is huge. Fuck, I haven't even seen this guy yet. Rick the Lewis saying, crazy what Covington riding Trump jock got to do with where he ranked in MMA. Exactly. But that's, that, that's social media nowadays, guys. You make one statement like that and people think you're a fucking, you know, you're a wacko. You're You're... Racist. A brown guy with a turban. Racist. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Anthony Rivera Medina saying no one chops at his legs. I'm surprised. Yeah, maybe Leon will. Maybe Leon will try to, try to take that approach. Corey, you saying nobody rides Trump like Dana. Dana, you know, owes a little bit to him, especially with the confidence that uh, Trump gave him way back in the day. Uh, you know, allowing him to have his fights at the Taj Mahal and at Atlantic City and stuff. So they have a history. I, I get why Tr Dana's on the Trump train. Zach Johnson saying, I don't particularly like him too, but dude is a beast. Got to give him his respect. And of course, my guy, Olajuwon Dream is the first one to get it with Allen Iverson. I had like four different Allen Iverson jerseys as well. 
he was like my my idol because I was like short as fuck. You know, I mean, Iverson. Yeah, I know he's not short as fuck, but like he's short for league standards. So he gave me hope up until you know grade ten, where I was like, oh, these guys are getting too tall now, and my skill level is not matching up with my height. So basketball is out of my future. DFS whispers on the money as well. MMA Jesus saying Usman says his knees are shot, but he also says he isn't on roids. So his word means nothing to me. There you go. MMA Jesus. Are you the MMA guru? Are you truly the MMA guru? <laughs> 5K per fight is a lot. But again, the guy's built a, rep- uh, a reputation with the UFC. He has his own brand. So I can I can see him not budging for anything less than 20K. But if it's really 50 and 100, that is wild. Joshua Frick saying super stickers are like custom emojis you can use on YouTube, I believe, only for your channel. Interesting. Trying to figure out how I should get them incorporated for my channel if people would actually buy them. Like, if you buy it, does that mean you get it every time that you're in my channel? Like, I still don't understand that aspect of it. Like, do you have to pay five bucks or whatever the fuck it is every time to buy a super sticker? Costa KO round two from my guy Alex Ramirez. Can't say I disagree, my friend. Brian Brown saying Aldo has solid takedown defense. That's what I remember too. That's what I remember. But I, I remember somebody saying recently in one of my live streams saying, hey, his takedown defense is starting to suck. I'm like, I got to see. Zach Johnson. Appreciate the love as always. Corey Yipo saying Kyle Corver was the only thing good, ever good about the 76ers. Shout out to Kyle Corver. Wow. The original Tyler Hero, right? Or I guess Tyler Hero is better than him. But Kyle Corver, I love just hearing just random names from like the early 2010s and mid-2000s that I may have slightly forgotten about. Problem Kid saying Aldo is the, as the dog is so disrespectful. I agree. Or so saying, yeah, Blonde Fighter, probably worst nickname to date. I agree. Uh, Brian saying, have we ever seen Aldo get worked by a grappler? Not recently. Maybe Piotr Jan after Piotr Jan, you know, took his stole from him and then eventually started beating on him later in that fight. But off the top of my head, I don't recall. Herman Sarai in the chat. Hey, Locke, how's it going? I'm back after a long time and loving the stream. Appreciate the love and you coming by, my friend. Is that an Allen Iverson logo? It is a 76ers logo, but it reminds me of Allen Iverson. Jewish Barrett saying it's MMA, though, and the game evolves. Uh, last wrestler he fought was Frankie Edgar, who shot the same entry every time. Not saying Marab is locked, but the 90% takedown defense, not that cut and dry. Again, it's also the lack of top control that Marab is going to be able to get. Like, if he's just taking down Aldo over and over again by getting lit up on the feet, Aldo wins that fight, right? So it comes down to the damage that Marab is going to be able to actually hit, too. Juice better saying Marab can mix it all together better than most. Bantamweights, cardio is insane too. It just comes down to can he inflict the damage required? Harbin Shry saying, do you think Aldo is a good dog, good bet for an underdog choice? Possibly. You know, I haven't done the studying fully yet, but I will be doing that later today and I will let you guys know on the logcast, which will either be later tonight or tomorrow morning. Nick Peppard in the chat saying, hey, Lock just caught here. Which most confident pick for tonight? I don't have one, man. I don't have an official bet for tonight. Uh, you know, if you have access to props, I would much rather use go and, you know, parlay. The fight doesn't go to decision for the Hibero and Valenzuela fight with uh, Rebovic's money line. But a lot, of, a lot of iffy spots. I wouldn't put anything big on tonight's card personally. 
but yeah, if you want to hear full breakdowns of the fights and why I don't feel super confident in them, I did drop the contender series breakdowns a little bit earlier today. So just check that out on my channel. GC Hammer Time saying Rockhold versus Costa is a weird ass fight. Same with MVP and Platinum and Bare Knuckle. Same weekend as well, right? Very weird. But Costa should knock him out. Ryan Brown saying Pico had the Bo Nickel hype and dropped the ball a couple of times. Yes, he did. Shout out to Aaron Pico. Still doing the damn thing and not really giving up on it. Harmon Strai saying, how would you bring along Bonica if you were the UFC? He's going to be in a tough middleweight division. I do, he, this is the thing. Middleweight doesn't have great wrestlers like welterweight does or like lightweight does, right? Middleweight, the best wrestler in the top 10 is probably Marvin Vittori, and he doesn't really have much of a wrestling background. So Bonico could jump into that top 10, and I don't think he'll have super, uh, you know, like crazy issues. My, my question marks come, how does he deal with adversity? How does he deal when he's getting punched in the face. How does he deal with a guy who's going to be longer or around longer than two minutes? Those are the question marks I need answered before I can say he's going to be a, you know, a, a title thread or anything like that. He has all the tools, but we still need to see those other things from his game that we have yet to see. Jewish better saying, from what I heard, they're going to try and put him on a quick path to Izzy. Wow. Well, first he has to get back into the uh, contender series case. And I believe he already has his next matchup announced, right? I think he's fighting on the last week of the uh, last week of contender series. Yeah, he's fighting Donovan Beard. Uh, that's going down September twenty seventh. This Donovan Beard guy, seven and one, you know, more experienced than the last guy. Uh, Bo Nickel fought. He's thirty two years old. His nickname is the Highlight Reel. Um, he's been fighting in CFFC a couple times. He's beaten a four and three guy, seven and six guy. He lost to a three and zero oh guy, beat a three and one guy, beat a three and zero oh guy. And his amateur career was six and three, with losses to guys I've never even heard of. So, I'm looking forward to taping this guy to see if he'll have any value. As I'm expecting Bo Nickel to be once again like minus two thousand, but uh, at least it's a step up from the last guy. That's what that's what it looks like. Gunny's saying, yeah, for real, man, we are really blessed to get the lines we get in MMA. Boxing just pairs the top fighters with fucking trash cans, exactly. Gunny is on the money here, saying middleweight division is not tough. I agree. Uh, Jush Better saying, same guy. Uh, also told me before he wasn't going to get signed after his first fight. That three-fight development deal was signed back in June. Shows you how much of a show it actually is. They just want entertaining fights. Ultimate pick coming back with the the hazing. Saying good job with Cruz. Good job with Vera. Paying minus 240 on Vera. Double thumbs up. Leon Estestug saying if Aldo can defend over 65% of the takedowns, he should be fine. Marab can't keep him down. Anyway, I don't think Aldo needs to defend any of the takedowns. It's just, can he get back to his feet over and over again? I think he can. Will he start to slow down in the third round, though? That's the big question mark. We've seen him slow down in the third before. But he's had stellar third rounds in his last couple of fights. So, I don't know. Plus 105 is mad disrespectful, though. Guy's saying 5K per fight is not a fucking lot, dog. Buffer is important. He brings the energy that the crowd, that gets the crowd in Aurora per fight. Do you not hear the difference when that other fight guy announces the fights? Hey, Joe Martinez is dope, too. Don't, don't, be, uh, don't be hating on my guy, Joe Martinez. Um, but yeah, it should be at least 20K. 
Harmon Trising, and certainly to a heavy, maybe not the depth that used to have, but there's still some killers in there. Whitaker, Izzy, Pereira, Vittori, Costa Munoz is a sleeper cannoneer. Again, it's, none of those guys have tremendous grappling. Maybe Munez with his jiu-jitsu, he could cause submissions with Bo, but I don't know. Joe Sparrow saying, Corver, one of the, the OG three-point specialists. Absolutely. Prison Mike saying, Luke Rockhold by first-round head kick, then gives Paulo a kiss like we do in the clink. <laughs> I love Prison Mike. Prison Mike is my guy. All right. We're pretty much at an hour mark here. Let me just flow through these last couple questions here that I'm going to get out of here. Uh, again, Contender Series kicks off in about three hours. If you haven't heard my breakdowns yet, they have been posted earlier on my YouTube, so make sure you guys go check that out. And I will, again, no promises, either tonight or tomorrow uh, morning, I'll be doing the MMA Logcast for UFC 278 with my full card breakdown, so make sure you guys tune in for that. MMA Jesus saying, why is Angel Lusa a decent-sized underdog if he get, has good takedown defense, was competitive with good UFC fighters, and has a huge reach advantage? I think AJ Fletcher is a legit prospect. Exactly. Like Problem Kid just said there for me. I think uh, he is a solid prospect, and I think he deserves to be the favorite. I will dig into figuring out why uh, he should be minus 150, though. We'll try to figure that out. Oh... Let's see. Unknown saying, why do you think 185 doesn't have many wrestlers, bigger athletes doing other sports? Probably. That's probably what it is. Like, I can't think of the last great 185-er that we had as a wrestler. Maybe Phil Hodds, but like, it's not really translating for him. All right. Appreciate you guys as always. We will be back tomorrow. Like I said, MMA Lockcast as well as um, MMA Lock Talk 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Appreciate all the love and support as always. Appreciate the donations that people have been dropping through the super chats and super stickers. That means a whole ton. Good luck tonight. No official action for me. Again, just off the top predictions. If you want to hear legit breakdowns, check out the Contender Series breakdown that I did. But Rebovix, Valenzuela, Cartwright, Leite, and Sadikov. Don't feel great about any of them other than Rebovix. <laughs> All right. Appreciate you guys. Good luck on the bets tonight, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.